Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 581, air date April 20th, 2020. This Orthodox Easter. And we've talked about returning the American Revolution began here on Patriots Day. It ended on the 4th of July. We've talked about returning this 4th of July with many, many others. We're not afraid. We're not driven by fear, but who see the promise that's ahead of us. So Dr. Shiva, welcome. Welcome everyone. Welcome. Can you guys hear me? Yep. All right. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. I know we have to practice this social distancing and there's a limit to how many people can be here, but it's clearly we violated that limit, which is a good thing. Um, in, on April 19th, 1775, brave Americans uh, shot back at the British right here. Everyone remember that? That's what happened here about 245 years ago. And the reason that occurred is what we're here to remind ourselves of. And what occurred was that people were fed up with a finite set of people, a small set of people telling others what to do, right? A monarchy, people who wore crowns on their heads thinking that they were better than the rest of us. And people were tired of that. And we have that same phenomenon taking place again here today in 2020. And the coronavirus fear-mongering that's taken place is a huge, huge wake-up call to everyone. And what am I talking about? What I'm talking about is that you're looking at someone who came as an untouchable from India. Anyone know what that is? India has a caste system where some people on the top thought they were better than everyone else. And my parents left that because they knew that they couldn't succeed in that system and there were extraordinary people. And you're looking at someone who came from that system to this country to escape that. And someone who grew up as a working class kid in New Jersey, whose parents, whose grandparents were farmers. My grandmother was an incredible woman. She practiced traditional systems of medicine. So as a child, I was exposed to the caste system. I use the word system here and traditional systems of medicine. So I was very, very interested to understand systems. So I was very fortunate to come here in 1970, went through the educational system here, invented the first email system in the world in Newark, New Jersey, wasn't done by the military industrial complex, and then came to MIT and earned four degrees. I didn't say that I was a Native American Indian to get any of that, okay? I actually earned it, like many of you here. Many American people have earned what they have, and that's what made this country great, is that people were on the edges. They weren't in the center, meaning that everyday people did things because they loved to do them. The founders of this country were inventors, innovators. George Washington was a surveyor. He actually knew what sine, cosine, and tangent meant, not like the 60% of lawyers and lobbyists in Congress today who can't fix anything. They can't make anything. They can't solve any problems. And then you look at Franklin and you look at Jefferson. These people were children of the Enlightenment. They actually knew physics and engineering. 
you have to get the right answer. We have an educational system that tells people the answer doesn't matter. The answer does matter. Truth does matter. And what we're faced with today is that we have a finite set of people in big pharma, big academia, and I can tell you the longitude and the latitude of the deep state, it's between the one mile radius between MIT and Harvard. That's where it is. And we here in Massachusetts are at the center of it. We're in the belly of the beast. And what am I talking about? I'm not, this is no hyperbole. Because when you look at what's occurred to this country in the last, what, 60 days? Is that what it's been? Since this nonsense started? Is that you've seen 22 million people out of jobs. 22 million people. You've seen the biggest transfer of nearly $6 trillion of money that's been printed. And most of it, how many, how much have people gotten here? About $1,200, is that it? Most of it has gotten back to the 0.00001%. So what we're facing here today is a time for a wake-up call. It's a time for another revolution. It's a time for a revolution for truth, freedom, and health. And what do I mean by that? Those slogans are not just words. They're words to a, a, a big call for Americans to stand up. Let's start with freedom. That's what occurred here on April 19, 1775. People had enough, as I repeat, of a finite set of people telling them what to do. How, what do you guys think? Have you had enough of that? Yeah. Yes. Have you had enough yes. of a few oh, yeah. set of people in big academia who basically practice the oldest profession in the world today, a set of people in big pharma who do not even dare to talk about immune health. You have Anthony Fauci, who's had so many opportunities on that podium with the president, and not one moment has he talked about basic, basic things like vitamin D, vitamin A, vitamin C, iodine and iodide. Maybe these problems are too simple, but the reality is that the sun, there's a paper just came out today, that the sun, UVB radiation, produce, produces incredible chemicals in your body that are antimicrobial. And you know what? They got a problem when I say it because I'm not some woo-woo person who just hangs out at the health food store. I actually have four degrees from MIT and my PhD is in biological engineering. I was nominated for the National Medal of Technology and Innovation. I'm a Fulbright scholar. So they have a problem with that because I actually know what I'm talking about and I've done the work. So what we have today is the need for, let's start with freedom. Why is freedom important? Well, without freedom, you can't get to science. You can't get to truth. By freedom, I mean the right to debate, the right to have open discourse, the right to have open speech, the right to, to disagree. Mm -hmm. The right to disagree. And the right not to call people names because you disagree with them. Mm -hmm. On August 20, uh, was it 2017, Richard? On August, on August 2017, about 40 of us went to the Boston Free Speech Rally. Everyone remember that? Yeah. Well, 40 of us were called Nazis, white yeah. supremacists. 40,000 people came out because Charlie Baker told us that we that a bunch of Nazis were coming into town. Do I look like a Nazi? <laughs> Does Michelle look like a Nazi? Does Richard look like a Nazi? No. And behind us, we were holding banners which said, no to Monsanto. Black lives do matter. And we called out the racism of Hillary Clinton. But you see what's happened is we've separated this country into quote unquote left and quote unquote right. Republicans and Democrats, and people have forgotten what it means to actually be a racist. People like Hillary Clinton are the actual racist. People like Elizabeth Warren are actually the racist because they use race for their personal advancement. That's where racism is. I've been called all sorts of names when I grew up in New Jersey. Those people weren't racist. I'm sorry. 
they were just ignorant. The real racists are people like Bill Gates. They practice institutionalized racism because they go to Africa and India and other countries and poor whites and poor blacks in this country, and they're the ones who use them for drug testing. That's racism. So the multiracial liberal aristocracy in this country, many of them who live here in Concord, I'm sorry to say, they need to wake up. We need to redefine racism, and the Democratic Party doesn't own it, and the Republican Party refuses to talk about racism. But I think I have an interesting perspective on it. And it's not the racism you're talking about, because most of the white working class in this country are not racist. The real racists are the multiracial liberal aristocracy. And they're the ones who do not want to have a discourse. They do not want to have any open discussion. You can't talk to them about maybe the immune system is what the issue is. And maybe viruses, in fact, viruses are not the things that harm us. If you do that, people like Mark Zuckerberg and Sergey Brin of Google take down your posts off Facebook and Google. That's what's going on in this country. We do not have freedom anymore. Five major CEOs of companies own freedom. Vodafone, AT&T, Verizon, and Google and Facebook. That's what's going on. And people better wake up. Because if we do not wake up, I'm telling you, we're going to head into fascism. So I'm telling you here today on April 19, 2020, we are beginning a revolution for truth, freedom, and health. That's what we're doing. Let's go. That's, and that's why millions right. and millions of people across the world have been absorbing those videos I've been putting out. I'm talking about millions of people. We have unleashed a revolution because people have common sense. Bill Gates, Hillary Clinton, Mark Zuckerberg, Tedros of the Who, Anthony Fauci, the CDC think that we're all stupid. That's what they think we are. Don't they? They think we're all freaking stupid. But you know where we're not. The truth is you have to start with freedom because with freedom, we can start doing something very, very important that I care for, which is called science. Because science cannot exist without the scientific method. And what is the scientific method? You observe nature in a very objective way. You ask very sincere questions. You gather data. And from that data, you see if your guess match the results. And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter how good looking you are, what family you came from, what your last name is, you're just wrong. And if it's correct, you're correct. That's called science. However, what they do is they do not want us to ask questions. They want us to move to something else called scientific consensus. Have you heard of that? Which means 97% of the people believe the sun goes around the earth, and therefore you have to agree. doesn't matter that one guy who had data would think that's that's false. And that's what's happening with the quote-unquote climate change thing. CO2 is not a pollutant. It's not. What is, is we need to lower pollution. And the Paris Accords, for example, do not do that. They actually increase pollution. China is allowed to double their pollution from 11 billion carbon metric tons to 22 billion. That's why in places like Wuhan, in China, six months before the coronavirus, people were protesting. Okay? There's been mass protests in China, anti-pollution protests. But the New York Times, MSNBC, all these fake news media will not cover that. People want to lower pollution. CO2 is not a pollutant. I'm sorry. But that's what's happened. With scientific consensus, you make up bullshit. Okay? You make up fiction. You we get away from truth. And then how does that serve those in power? When you get fiction, you can create fake problems and fake solutions. Okay? We create fake problems and fake solutions with the fake news media 
and you get to something really horrible called fascism. But if we want to get to health, we have to get to truth. Because when you get to truth, you can de define real problems and real solutions. That's how we build healthy bodies. That's how we build healthy infrastructure. And with healthy infrastructure and with healthy bodies, we have strength to go fight for freedom. You see how that works? Freedom, truth, health, freedom, truth, health. They're all interconnected. It's a system. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's really yep. simple. So you take Massachusetts today. We got an F minus minus in infrastructure. Did anyone know that? How many people knew that? Okay. So Charlie Baker will not talk about that. He's supposed to be the number one governor in Massachusetts, right? Elizabeth Warren won't talk about that. Ed Malarkey won't talk about that. Joe Kennedy won't talk about that. Because these guys have destroyed the infrastructure as a team. They've destroyed it. F minus minus. That's pretty bad, guys. Come on. It's not like a D. It's not a D plus. It's not an F. It's not an F minus. It's an F minus minus. 125 points out of 360 points by the American Society of Civil Engineers. Not some bogus organization. What do I mean by that? Broken down bridges, broken down roads, broken down water systems. So they don't talk about that. I don't see a quarantine being uh, called on for that. Do you? No. We haven't called a quarantine because we have 1.9 million hospitalizations in this country because adverse drug reactions every year. Do we? No. We don't have a quarantine because we have 30% of the people with, with obesity, 54% of our kids with autoimmune disorders, 20% of our kids with some mental issues. We don't have any quarantine being called for that. Because these filthy politicians, I hate to use these words, but that's what they are. And by the way, I'm running against three lawyers. Ed Malarkey, Joe Kennedy, and then some other guy. I don't even want to, you know, it's cock for Senate, okay? That's literally his website. Okay, so these are the idiots that I got to run after. But that's what they produce. They produce, they reduce our standards because they think you and I will accept that. They've reduced our infrastructure and they're brainwashing us to accept that. It's unacceptable. It's time you do deserve someone like me because I'm one of you. You do deserve someone who works hard, right? Oh, all right. You do deserve someone who actually creates and makes things and can solve problems. You don't deserve people who manipulate. Lawyers, what do they do? They just manipulate words all day, right? They don't ever make anything. And look at their billing model. They make money without ever having to do anything. You got to give them a big retainer. 85% of, in a divorce case, 85% of people always feel that their lawyer screwed them over and colluded with the other side. Do you know that? That's the kind of society we've created. 70%, 60 to 70% of the Congress are lawyers. And but I, I believe there's a 13th Amendment which try to get rid of them which is hidden away. So we start with freedom. How do we get to truth? Well, in order to have truth, we have to recognize that the people in academia who are right down here at Harvard and MIT, one of them got arrested recently, which is a very good thing. I would say about two-thirds of the professors in academia probably need to be arrested. They're quant, you know, quintuple dipping. They get money from the university. They get money from grant money. They get money from the DOD. They get money from other governments. They're completely selling out our country. Totally selling out our country. This guy was Charles Lieber selling out our country to China. By the way, China doesn't give a damn about freedom. They've created a country which is a factory model. 
200 million cameras watching people, reading their lips. And that's what they want to bring here. That's what Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, Hillary Clinton, Mark Zuckerberg want to bring here. And this thing that we're seeing here is a beta test. What do I mean by that? You see, Bill Gates is the architect of this. He hired McKinsey. Bill Gates knows how to, well, he actually didn't build a lot of software. He took it from someone else and flipped it. But anyway, he, he ran a software company. So you know how you do software? You do what's called alpha testing. You ever heard of this? You build a piece of software, you test it, right? You, you get it, right? You do alpha testing. Then you test it beta testing with a small set of customers. And then you go gold. Well, their alpha test was event 201. Everyone heard about that where they did a little simulation? That was alpha testing. This is beta testing. And then they will go gold. Let me tell you what gold deployment looks like. All of us are carrying around a card or a chip or your phone. And if you are not vaccinated, you won't get your driver's license. You won't be able to go to a, a club. You won't be able to go to your uh, spa. You won't be able to do anything or school. What's that? Buy stuff, etc. You'll be shut down, imprisoned. That's China. That is not America. That's not America. No way. Okay? And, and what I'm talking about here is not something out of, you know, some movie. It's actually occurring right now. It's occurring right now. That's why today is an important day, April 19, 2020, because we have to remember what occurred 245 years ago. Many of those people are immigrants who came here. I'm an immigrant. But some of you have forgotten that. You got to wake up. It's nice to talk about peace and love. Don't get me wrong, okay? But you got to be a warrior. That's just one side of it. I love people, right? But I have a different <laughs> different view of love. It means fighting. The American Indians were warriors. Yes, they were connected to the earth, but they were freaking warriors. Okay? It wasn't some namby-pamby idea of spirituality they had. It was a ferocity that they had. And we've forgotten that. You have to have that ferocity. We have to fight. And what I'm talking about is these people don't give a damn about you. They don't. The academics over at Harvard and MIT, they're massive egomaniacs. They think they own the world. They think they know it all. And most of them are mediocre. Because what we've created in science is it's regressing to the mean, regressing to the average. They get rid of all the wacky people who have great ideas. You get thrown out of academia. And the entire publication process how truth comes out is about regressing to the mean. You eliminate brilliant people. And that's why when the facts came out that a 14-year-old boy in Newark, New Jersey, invented email before he came to MIT, that bugs him. I did that. Before I came to MIT and got all their awards. And the reason it bothers them is the fact is that every one of us here is a creative human being. They want to deny that truth. They want to always make it that a few set of people are going to come up with the solutions, a vaccine from the Gates Foundation, right? From MIT or Harvard. Not that, wait a minute, the sunshine gives you vitamin D3, which produces catholicidins, which are antimicrobials. This is a fact. And then you have people like Bill Gates, who has no degrees in biology, Mark Zuckerberg, who has no degrees in any of this. They get to be on primetime TV and radio, not Shiva Ayadure. I got to have my little setup with my little video but I, then I reach millions of people, right? All right. And that's what we have to all do.
we have to go on the ground and we have to build a bottoms up movement and it's not going to come from bill gates it's not going to come from bobby kennedy it's not the kennedys are going to do jack for you okay they're not going to do anything movements have to come bottoms up that's why i'm running for u.s senate our senate campaign is about a bottoms up movement and we have thousands of people probably tens of thousands of people who've come up bottoms up they're tired of the republican party they're tired of the democratic party unfortunately i'm running as a republican but i don't i don't give a damn about the gop establishment they do not want me running but i got to drive a honda or a ford you know i just happen to choose a ford or whatever it is okay that's all they are so how do we get how do we take out these academics we need to have citizen science that's one of the core parts of our campaign citizen science bottoms up that means all of us here should be able to do science so if we fund any of those institutions all their data is our data it goes up on the cloud and all of us should be able to analyze it yeah. i don't even know where this i don't even know where any of the data for the satellite data for the temperature do you i'd like to get it and really look at what's going on no one can access it so what i'm trying to say is we need to devolve power back to the edges which is us the people healthcare we need to eliminate all the middlemen health does not come from somebody telling you to take 30 mandated vaccines it's not where it comes from it comes from you know people going and having an interaction with their doctor learning from their healthcare practitioner by the way that could be a chiropractor that could be acupuncturist it doesn't have to be an md unfortunately mds are victims of a horrible big pharma medical education system they're good people but they've all been screwed over they do not know what health means anymore they know if this give this drug if this do this medical intervention that's what medicine is and no one talks about that in the healthcare so decentralized power for healthcare we need to have freedom how do we get freedom and i'll end on this there's something called the united states postal service everyone remember that yeah so this is going to sound crazy but once you really you say wow what shiva just said is pretty brilliant well the us postal service was set up by the founders of this country so i could send you a letter a communication not a letter and you could send me something and no one would intervene did you know that did you know the us postal service has a police force how many people knew that they have a police force and that was created by the founders of this country so i could send alan a communication and if anyone intervened 20 year sentence in prison in 1997 when i built my next co next company on email i went to the heads of the postal service i said you know 1997 this is a year that email volume overtook postal mail volume you guys should also offer a public email a public type of facebook service yeah. a public type of youtube why why did i say that because a postal service was not just for print communication the founders knew that every one of us was to be the press not the new york times when they talked about freedom of press all of us were the press every single one of us and we all should have equal rights to communication When I put up a post that said vitamin D, you know, reduces, you know, uh uh respiratory infections, what right does Twitter have to take that down? Think about that. Some person in some call center in Philippines is deciding to take the post of Dr. Shivaya Dre MIT PhD in biological engineering down. That's what's going on. So the postal service should do their job. What they should do is offer us the public comments. It's like this park here, it's a public comments. And the public comments would be vague, and I bet you all of us would pay about 50 bucks 
we can get off Facebook and Twitter. We'd have our own public comments protected by the laws of the U.S. Constitution, not by the laws of Mark Zuckerberg. Woo! Okay? All right. All right. The Truth, Freedom, Health, Digital Rights Act, Citizen Science Act, and Health Rights Act. So this is not just a slogan that some McKinsey or some um, you know kid came up with to tell a politician. This is actually stuff we must do if we want to preserve our democracy, if we want to preserve truth, and we want to preserve health. So everyone listening out there, wherever you guys are, you know that I don't need to do this, okay? I'm doing this because this country gave me so much and it's given every one of us a lot. And we need to take this country back from those same monarchs. It's an aristocracy. You know, running against Ed Malarkey, they knew I was gonna beat him, so then they run Joe Kennedy against me. And this guy's a joke, think about it. $51 million already in his inheritance. Why is he even running? Because he's got the name Kennedy? Doesn't that sound like aristocracy to you? Yeah. We should all be disgusted by that. Yeah. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, that's an aristocracy. He can barely talk, he can barely solve a problem, yet he thinks that Senate seat is his. And then you run another guy against me, the GOP establishment, just to stop me. This country deserves people like me and you. It deserves plumbers, electricians, nurses, engineers, policemen, police force. That's what it needs. Not these lawyers. Three lawyers. Think about it. I got to run against three morons. <laughs> That's what they're giving you. And But this election, we're going to win. Because we are starting right now, as I said, on April 19, 2020, a revolution. That's what we need. Hopefully, it won't get violent. Hopefully. Right? But that's what we need. Because there's no freaking way that we should let a, let a I don't want to say little guy, Fauci, Emperor Fauci, who uses fake science, who tells us that the immune system is so frail, tells us to social distance, all of us have to hide in our homes not see friends. By the way, social interactions are the number one reason people live long. Number one, forget vitamin DNA. You know, I, I put that, that's a good thing. Number one reason is we have fellowship, we have friendship, we have love. And when you do that, your body creates anti, anti-microbial compounds. It lowers inflammation. Fact. When you are socially isolated, you're, you're, you, the detriment to that is worse than high blood pressure. Worse than obesity, worse than smoking. Did you know that? Yes. Number one reason people live long. They could be smoking, they could be drinking, but if they have family connections and fellowship, that's the number one reason. So think about this guy. That's never discussed in the media, what the isolation is doing to people. One of our very close friends, his wife went back into depression after 40 years from this. How many other people is that doing that to? Number two reason that we health is there is by the sun. I don't see Anthony Fauci saying one word, not one professor in academia talking about that. Not one of them. It's just it's deplorable. Not deplorable, that's a good word. It's disgusting. Okay? <laughs> Vitamin A protects the outer walls of the cells, regulates the cytokines. Known fact, thousands of papers written on it. No one's talking about that. And then finally, vitamin C. You have all these people putting, being put on ventilators. Why? Because they have a cytokine storm. Their body's fighting against itself, and you're shoving freaking pressure down their throats. And they're basically choking them. 
when they should be giving them vitamin high dose vitamin C. And and a and a, paper, and a report just came out four days ago. An ER doctor, did you see this? He, ER doctor. He was working in the emergency room. He got, you know, whatever this is, okay, and he was put on ventilators. Kidney started failing. Heart, heart, his heart started failing. One day to live. They finally decided, let's put him on a new cocktail, some immunosuppressive drug plus high-dose vitamin C. He recovered like that. Why isn't Anthony Fauci talking about that? Because they don't want to talk about vitamins. They want to talk about vaccines. They don't want to talk about vitamins. They need to sell ventilators. Vitamins are pennies. And what the pharma company is looking at Pharmaceutical companies are failing. People aren't buying their drugs anymore, guys. They create massive amounts of side effects. They can be sued. It takes 15 years to make their products. Their only way out is big vaccines. And that's what this is. This is one of the biggest advertising campaigns we're watching right before our eyes. Executed by Bill Gates, executed by Hillary Clinton, executed by a really corrupt guy who runs a WHO. He's a supporter of the Chinese Communist Party. Fact. That's what we're seeing, a ad campaign, an advertising, a global advertising campaign to make sure that we are all mandated medicine. And we cannot allow that to occur. And this is the point right here that we draw this line and we say, no way, no way, period. All right? All right. All right. Thank you very much. Truth, freedom, health. That's the only way forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, to join us on May Day.